Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Chop It Up, where we keep it real. It's Lord. It's Sugar A Lot of Dots. And we got a special guest today, my man yeah. Ryan Fest, up, Chicago bro? legend. Love. Thank Peace you for coming you. through, brother. Um, we don't really got a topic today. We just going to chop it up with the good brother Ryan Fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, go on here, introduce yourself for the people that don't know you out there. Uh, Che Ryan Fest. Uh, I'm an artist, but you know what? I, it's hard, man. When people say, well, "What what do you do?" or like, "Tell us who you are," because I feel like everybody got to define themselves by like how we make money. Mm-hmm. I'm a hairdresser. I'm a rapper. Yeah. I'm a this. I'm a that. But really, that don't define who you are as a human being. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I've been able to use my gift. To delve into a lot of different things. So yeah, I got two Grammys or a couple Grammys. I, I helped somebody when we got an Oscar for uh, me and Common for writing Glory, but I also work in the neighborhood with the young people and help develop yeah. other young people. That's, that's I also I love saving families and growing people. I'm a world traveler. I just did a movie with Gabrielle Union, and it wasn't something that I was auditioned for. Okay. It's just my gift. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So or, I, I, I ran for office, you know what I'm saying, in, in, in Chicago, and we did really good, like running for Alderman, yeah. because the way I my gift allows me to look at communities and be like, wait, what's missing here? Like, I, I think our gift empowers the things that we do, but we define ourselves by these things, and that's why we don't be happy. Because yes. we define ourselves as a career mm-hmm. instead of as the gift that allows you to do the career. Like, so I define myself so magnanimous that when people be like, Ryan Fest, tell them what you do. Tell them who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, man, they got to get to know me. Yeah, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If that makes I, sense. I, I definitely agree. Because it's my gift. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you just go back so far in, in Chicago and everything that yeah. you're doing music-wise. Uh, in the neighborhoods for the city, uh, you just a big dude. Love, and, love, uh, I love. definitely want to let everybody know if they didn't know who you were. Yeah, because you definitely been holding it down for a while. We just finished that uh, Jesus is King album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm, I'm really number happy one, for my brother, number one, and I'm happy so, for my brother. Okay, so I want to step in and ask. Please, please. So you spoke on that you ran for alderman. Mm-hmm. Now, would you see yourself running again? No, not now. Because now, after running for office, Mm -hmm. I got to see what was on the other side of being a politician Mm -hmm. in the city of Chicago. And I got to see that we can make more change by doing what y'all doing right now. Mm. You can make more change than a politician can because a politician is moved off of the people that that you are bringing together through this. This is where the agenda starts. The that politician is supposed to just carry out the agenda. But the politician is so torn between the people he's supposed to serve or she's supposed to serve and then who giving them money, which is the construction companies, which is the the other politicians, the mayor and their agenda or whatever development, comp- whatever comp- corporation. That's who pays to keep the politician face out there for you to vote. Okay. But your agenda and you are who they're supposed to serve. By y'all making this show dope, it really does more yeah. for a community. Yeah, because we can be a voice for a lot of people that's, that's not able to speak. Yep. Yeah, that's and what that's, it is. That's that's the whole point of Chop It Up. Mm-hmm. It's dope that you brought that up because Chop It Up is just not one basis. It's touching all. Mm-hmm. You know, So we want to 
always speak on everything that anybody is talking about in the shop, in the streets. Uh, so it Come on, bro. Anybody. You in the barbershop, bro. Yeah. This is like the base of where yeah. black thought comes yeah, from. It's the Mecca. It's the foundation of, yeah. of communal black thought, the barbershops and the beauty shops. Mm-hmm. So that's why you got to try to be as positive as you can as a barber because it's a lot of the young kids that look up to you, believe it or not. So it's definitely something that that's a part of why I became a barber. But yo, not, bro, like you playing it down. They not just looking up to you, bro. Like when you are, when you are a beautician or you're a barber, number one, you in somebody's hair. That's their thoughts. That's their energy. That's they, the dome of their chakra. Oh, you yeah. are in their energy. And, be, and because yeah. you're in there, and if you're not cutting them and hurting them and making them bleed and tugging them, they're going to tell you everything, all their trauma, all their love, all their everything. You are a counselor. You're the real yeah. therapist. Yeah. You're the real psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Say that. <laughs> when, when you bring their hair back and they look in the mirror and they see a better them after mm-hmm. you're done with yeah. them, and they go out, change from the inside out. Barbers and beauticians have to be able to heal. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Have to be able to love. Yeah. yeah. You got to have that here for Because, yeah, what y'all, what y'all giving, it ain't, people try to boil it down to a hairstyle, but it ain't. It's it's really, you You might be the only spirituality they have all week. I never even thought about that. Me neither. This is church. Man. When it's done right. I never even thought about I that. I never thought about that. Yeah, it's yeah. church and when it's, it's done right. That's why we got you here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Now I do want to ask, so in regards to your career, what what are some of the mistakes that you feel like that you've uh, made? Oh, man, mm-hmm. that's why, yo, that's the only way you become successful is to make a lot of mistakes, mm-hmm. so many that you can't even count. Yo, you know what I noticed? The key to being successful, I'm going to give y'all a jewel right now. Okay. The number one key to being successful in whatever you want to do is to continue to get up, not win. Nobody really wins. Mm. Even when you think you win, it always turn around and somebody did this or did that to try to like, it's when you keep getting up mm-hmm. that people be like, they a champ. Like, I, I'll give you mm-hmm. a real example. Muhammad Ali, right? Floyd Mayweather, he mm-hmm. win every fight. Floyd ain't never lost a fight. But we really don't look at Floyd as a champ. We look at Ali as a champ because mm-hmm. Ali went to jail because Ali got knocked down by Frazier because he had to go fight the biggest, strongest man in the world and he still fought for his people and no matter what they did, he kept getting up. Yep. Yes, sir. That's yep. why people be like, yep. champ, Mike Tyson, he went through some things. He yeah. went through jail. He got excommunicated. Now when you listen to Mike talk, he sound like a prophet. You know what I'm saying? He do he do one man shows. He the coolest dude that ever did it. And like, and now he do his marijuana business, making money. He kept getting up. He never laid down. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he, it's he only when you lay down that they be like, oh, they quit. Oh, what happened to them? Mm-hmm. If you keep, you don't even gotta win. When you ask about mistakes, I could tell you so many mistakes I made, so many relationships I burned. I could tell you how to do it though. But keep getting up. But also, don't throw people away because you mad or offended. The biggest mistake we make in our lives and our families is throwing each other away. Because mm-hmm. then when you when you come back to your senses or they come back to their senses, now y'all don't even know how to talk and don't even know where it started. And communication mm-hmm. is the number one reason yeah. why a lot of relationships fail. Well, come on. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to yes. show because this brother preaching to me, man, and it got me pausing and thinking. Yeah. <laughs> 
I went through a situation earlier this year, and I could admit it on camera. Um, where Tell us, brother. Me and my cousin, we had a business together, and we ended up having a little situation that was off topic of the business, personal stuff that we fell out. And I, I want to apologize on camera. I mm. love you. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm glad that we got our relationship back together. Um, but we did mess up something good in the mm. process that we had going. We was... We had a beard oil together, you know. I mean, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm the spokesperson yeah, yeah. of that. Allah, yeah. And um, I just, I hope that we could get that back going. But that just, that just kind of spoke to me right there because, yeah. you know, we went through that earlier this year. So, man, that's dope. Yes, like he said, it's always good to keep those relationships. Like you never want you that, what, especially what with family and. These days, it, a lot of a lot of people are dying. You you saying your last words to these people, you will never see them again yeah. over something petty, something that could have been resolved over a simple talk, something that y'all could have just sat down and said, "Hey, you know what? We could hash this out this way. I didn't agree what you said about this, and keep it pushing forward." Yeah. You know, yeah, and that and that yes. right there, this conversation right here. Is is that's how I write rhymes. That's what turned into rap. So it'd be like I made up with my cousin last weekend. We wasn't speaking for years, and I forgot the reason. Vanity when family turns to profanity. Can it be the only place to hide is insanity? They see your hue and try to judge your humanity. They see your Cadillac and wish it was a Camry. I think we are close, so we can speak candidly, man. I'm making. I ain't gonna keep going, but like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. But like these conversations. I, are what turn into rhymes, and and that's how I think of music. So, so did Brenda have a baby? No, I'm just Brenda, kidding. Yeah, but but that's because she barely had a brain. It's a damn shame. That girl ain't even know her name. <laughs> hey, so I'm gonna ask a real simple question. Love something that I ain't. I've always wondered, but I never knew. Like. Because it's always been a crazy name, but what made you choose Rhymefest? Uh, you know, I was like 12, bro. And like somebody, my homie came over one day and he was just like throwing on records and I was rhyming, 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 you know. And he was like, bro, you like a festival of words, like rhymes <laughs> everywhere. You like a rhyme fest. I'm like, bro, I am a rhyme fest. <laughs> yeah. And we were shorties, and that was it. And, you know, I had to ask that. When you get stuck with that, then it's just like, all right, I can't be Shay no more. Way, way, way back in the day, I used to, you know, get on the mic and do my thing. All right, uh, spit something. Let's hear it. Uh, no. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. He I'll ain't got no bars. Rhyme, bro. I know you remember one rhyme. You are, bro. That's you got a gift, bro. You could cut and flow. Go ahead, bro. Hey, nah, bro. I'm tired, man. Oh, he gonna hide behind his beard again. <laughs> Go ahead, get the Look, beard on, bro. Hey, but my brother out of L.A., my brother out of L.A., he still produced and still engineer. He actually mixed and produced our show for us, the, the opening beat. He uh, he actually produced it. He's going to be, he's very proud of me that, that I got you on this show, man. Oh, because, love, love. You know, he, looked, uh, he looked up to guys like you and Kanye, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, especially being a producer, so. Yeah, yeah I got, love I got your cuz. What's his name? Uh, Huckleberry, man. Huckleberry? Huckleberry. Huckabera. Yeah. That's yeah, dope. I'm dope. Very, very Huckabera. Proud of my brother, man. So um, when did you actually get started, started in the music career? Music career? Yeah. Um, yo, you know what? I think one of the issues we have, right? Again, I'm gonna go back to like what is your gift? Yeah. And your gift don't start off as a career, it's something that turns into right. something right. that grows things right. for you. 
Right. It's like if a girl start doing hell, she start young because she like to do hell. But that was That's like her. me. That was me. And it turned into something. It was a hobby at first. I started in like fifth grade. Yeah. And I started really, bra- I started paying attention in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And then I first started in sixth grade. I started braiding my mom hair, then all my friends. And then after that, it just went from there. Yo, and that's how rhyming started. That's yeah. how music started. That's how anything worth something that's good start. Mm-hmm. Like, I think sometimes when we start off, like, yo, we're going to make a business to make money, mm-hmm. you started in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Like, because oh, yeah, you got to have a passion for it. Too. Exactly. And what, what you would like, like, what, what you would it was a service. You were given a service. How many dudes start cutting hair free in the basement, cutting their homies hair? Oh, that, yeah. They given a service into their career. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's how you know you're going to, that's what greatness is made of. Yeah, you, you see that and that's like, I, I've said too, like, I've yeah. steered away from what I truly wanted, should have been doing. Come on. Like, I've tried to do so many other things and it always would fail. And I would be like, this not for me. Mm-hmm. And it always mm-hmm. led me back to, it was what anything that was. we was forcing. You know, my my, my familiar uh, animal, that uh, uh, little insect that I like, I love the spider. And the re- I don't wear my jewelry today, but I'm going to tell you why I love spiders. They build webs inside themselves. They shoot out the web, and they chill and let it come to them. Mm-hmm. They build in their own gift. They can shoot out love, chill, and let love come. They can like, bro. They can, they can, they can climb on this part, this part, and the spider don't even care if you come tear it down. He be like, whatever, bro. I'm going somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Get it yeah. They just move to another spot, and they don't even know how beautiful and strong it is. It just come from inside of them, and they chill. The, mm-hmm. the the thing I like about the spider is it reminds me not to chase nothing. Throw it from the inside out and let it come Once to again, you. sitting here speechless. I swear, because I'm all in it. He got me looking uh, at spiders differently. You should. Oh, I, yeah, I just used to like <laughs> I'm still crushing. They just go out and get, you know, I, well, not, it go, it's going to back on what you just said, but they kind of something, uh, you know, an insect that sometimes they do go out and get what they want. Yeah, and they more likely to get killed. Yeah. They more likely to get ate. You don't even see the spider be out of sight. You don't even see him, and the food be coming and just be stuck there. He'll come get it later. Yeah, and then as opposed to a fly that's like, I gotta have it now. We'll yeah. pow, <laughs> done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> done in a day. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is like every time I ever chase something, I got it wrong. Every time I ever chased a woman, even if I got it, it was the worst relationship. Mm. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Oh, my it's God. Real. Oh, yeah. Chasing I, I, is the I'm problem. I'm going to jump that down real quick. I'm going to fall back. Yeah. Do like the Any decision I ever made out of desperation was a bad decision. Now I know that when I'm desperate to just breathe, chill, and, and repose myself and wait for it. So, day. wait. You said you never chase anything because it always fails. I said every time I ever chase something, it fails. Every time you chase something, it fails. Nothing I ever chased was... Nothing. Yeah, sometimes you get caught up in chasing money. Oh man! And doing and like you said, doing something that you don't love to do, and you just chasing after the money, it can bring you to a place of being unhappy. And I was there before, bro. I saw somebody the other day that was about three hundred and fifty pounds getting out of a sports car, and and, and the way he had to like to get out this Lamborghini, the way he had to like squeeze out his car and the car lifted up. I was like, he can't even be happy with that sports car because he's fat and unhealthy. Mm-hmm. 
you can't even be you can't even be comfortable <laughs> in the money that you earn while you wasn't taking care of yourself. Come on, bro. Chase health, chase love, yeah. mm-hmm. chase family, like chase chase finding, you know what I'm saying, new places you ain't never been before. Money money is easy. Money, people don't even know, bro. I could if I told you how easy money was to get, you wouldn't believe me. But I got a buddy right now who I saw go from nothing to over a billion. I saw it. He trying to need. He needs some new friends. No, I'm just playing. Because I, I need it. a business partner. I can tell you how to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the yeah, issue. Yeah. Look, I was just telling my cousin tonight. He was like, "Cuz, I got somebody that's mad talented. Man, mm-hmm. I need you to listen to him." I was like, "Nah, cuz, I don't do that." He's like, "What you mean, cuz?" He's like, "Yo, I, I know somebody with skills that could really." I said, cuz, what have they done for themselves? Mm-hmm. What can I do with them if they ain't did nothing? Yes, sir. Exactly. Yo, so my advice to everybody is whatever you want, nobody's coming to save you. Mm-hmm. Put it in your mind, nobody's going to help you. Nobody going to sign you to a deal. Ain't nobody going to give you a sponsorship. Nothing. But nice. if you build something, if you build people around this right here, if you got people, man, you... you this right, this shop, if y'all had people in here and did it live and had people like Instagramming it or whatever, participating, we let me tell you something. I live what, by that. What would happen is you would create a momentum where somebody would be like, hey, how much they want for that share of audience they got? Mm-hmm. And you made it yourself. Yeah. It's a difference between making money and earning money. Earning money, anybody can, when anybody can sit behind somebody's desk of a company they own, take an order, that's noble. But when you cut somebody here, right, you just made something out of nothing. When you do somebody here, mm-hmm. you made a dollar. You didn't earn it. Mm-hmm. You got a skill you could take anywhere in this world. Exactly. You you can make money. Yeah. And, and I live by that. And I, I really live by networking. Like, networking can get you so far because it's mm. who you know. If you mm-hmm. placed around the right people, you able to go. I feel like you're able to go far. Because it's not really what you know. It's who you know. They're going to put you in a position where you're able to flourish. It's who you know. And it's the relationships you make with them. Yes. Because what it is, is we think, and and this is why I say ain't nobody going to save you. Yes. We think that to know somebody, but it's, man, how can I help you? Mm -hmm. When you come to somebody you should be knowing, like I got so many people to come up to me and tell me how I can help them. When really they should be asking me how they can help me, because that's the secret to their success. Mm-hmm. Anything that somebody do to help me is gonna help them. Yeah. If I'm in the position they're trying to get in, mm-hmm. they you know. So I think sometimes we get to know important people, but we don't. We're not of service. Yeah. We self-serving, and that's the poison. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Oh. It do. Makes a lot of sense. We got to stop thinking about ourselves for a second and think about what do that person need? How can I feel that need? Because in feeling that need is my Mm -hmm. success. There's so many people that. And that's how I feel when it comes to me. Serving heart. Like what? How you said um, with somebody needing something or seeing like how, like when I think about doing somebody here, it's like, okay, I'm helping you. I'm 
I'm building your confidence and making you feel better about yourself because you're probably even having a bad day. But you coming to sit in my chair and me making you look better is going to help you feel better. Come on. And then imagine if that person is the owner of a Fortune 500 company and they're like, hey, hey we want you to come out to the blah, blah, blah. You know, mm-hmm. amazing things can happen. Oh, that yeah. go a relationship built right there. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a perfect person at all. But sure you are. That... <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Definitely flawed. Like Brother Malcolm said, I have flaws. But um, I try to be as kind and polite and giving to people as I can because I feel like the universe is going to bring that positivity back to me. And there's so many people that the first thing they think about is they self. You know, I, I, I reach out to people. I try to do things for people. Uh, out the kindness of my heart, because like you said, uh, you gotta think about others and what you can do for other people. It's it's crazy how many people don't think that same way. But you know what? This is the thing about this: the people that don't think that way, mm-hmm. you are the example for them. But you think that way not about people who don't understand, mm-hmm. about people who do understand. Like when you find once you start getting yourself right and being like that you're going to run into other people who think like you. And you start working with them. And you'll be the example to all of those who don't understand. And then that's how you teach others. Do your example. Something that I want to speak on. If that makes sense. Definitely. But something I want to speak on that I feel like I have a connection with you on, um, the In My Father's House movie that you got, um, when you went out, (laughs) got your dad, and you grew up without him. Oh, yeah. Um, that's something that I feel like we had a connection with. And I had wanted to speak to you about that because uh, I grew up without my father. Uh, still don't talk to him to this day. Uh, don't have any type of relationship with him. Uh, and I had just wanted to know, like, how did that affect you coming up as a kid? And how did that affect your music and you creating your music and your mm-hmm. career? Well, I'm going to say this for, for boys and girls, although I think it's a little, it, it expresses itself different. Whenever you don't have a father in your life, we really undervalue the importance of a man in the life of a child and in the lives of ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So me growing up without my dad, not knowing what was up, I always thought that the weakest parts of me came from his part of the DNA. Oh, yeah. Because it was same easy to do that. You know what I'm saying? When I would look at my mama's boyfriends. Now, you think about this. When boys grow up without daddies, boys are looking at their mama's boyfriends as what a man is or older man is. Mom might be young. Mom might not understand or know and might have bogus dudes, you know what I'm saying, and not know, oh, every year it's another dude. You know what I mean? Right. And not realizing you teaching your boy how to treat women through them guys. I start imitating my mama boyfriends, and that's how I treated women. That's why they say when men is messed up to women, explore the real relationship they got with their mama. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and for me, I needed to know where the man was to make it all make sense. And so I purchased my father's childhood home. And when I bought the house he grew up in, then, then I was like, nah, I need to find him. And... When I found my father, it wasn't that he ran out on me. He, my father been homeless for 35 years. Wow. So then you see him be like, yo, man, you don't know your parents' story. 
A lot of our parents fell in holes and went through what we going through. And that's the reason. And we blame them for everything. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, you don't even know what happened to them. Okay. So your father was homeless for 35 years. Yeah. I have a father that wasn't homeless. Mm-hmm. When you come to his house, he got the best setup, biggest TV, surround system, nice ass crib. And yeah. he just don't want to do shit for his kids. Mm. You know, and that's why I do everything I can for my daughter. I work my ass off for my daughter. Everything that I do is out of the love for her and trying to give her a better life. Than what but I'm, I'm going to say something real to you about situations, though. Because I know we got total opposite situations. But you don't know what the relationship with your daddy and mama really was. We don't know the deals that was worked out and when the baby came, who was like, wait a minute. I ain't want that. Like, I, and it ain't your fault. And, and it, But I'm just saying that sometimes relationships are complicated. And we know that now because we adults. Because yeah, it's, it's still happening today. And the only thing you can do, bro, even if daddy don't understand, at least you know who he is. Because a lot of us, I mean, just the identity in itself. And I always thought to myself, would I rather have a pops in my life that was messed up? and abuse me and didn't treat me right or not know one at all. And I say, I'd rather not know him at all than have somebody program me with abuse. You probably made it out easy. Even though he got all his material stuff, you don't know what this man went through or who this man really is. And, and so the best thing you can do moving forward, now that you see him, you know him, let it go. Forgive him. I'm trying. And Forgiveness, yeah, bro, it's yeah. the it's the key. It's, it's something that I'm working on, it like, is. for real. Because when you forget him, he going to call you. That's how it works. Yeah. Like, when you really let it go in your heart, because that's half of your DNA, he going to feel it. And he's not going to be insecure and embarrassed to really talk to you for real. When, I remember one time I told my mom, I said, yo, I feel like I'm a straight arrow. You shot crooked. I feel like I'm a butterfly. And you chip half the wing <laughs> with the way I was raised. And my mother said to me, yeah, I think about that all the time, and I never want to really say nothing. But when I was I was 15, 16, I ain't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she was like, and I love you so much, and I love what you've grown into. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, I'm a, I'm a different kind of woman now, and you a grown man. So I pray that we can forgive each other and move forward together, or you can keep being mad. Mm. And I was like... I love you, mama. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She my, she my man. Oh, that's good. Me and my mother, man, I took my mother to Columbia on her birthday. Dope. We sitting under the moon smoking cigars. And I talked to her about a boyfriend that I hated. I said, I wanted to kill him growing up. I prayed to God. I said, that was the first person I prayed to God to kill. And when he died, I said, God is real. I, and she said, wow, I used to pray for that too. I what? said, what? Well, why you let them, like, do this and woo-woo-woo-woo? She said, you know what it is. I seen you do it to women before. He had my mind. Wow. And then I looked at her, and I apologized to my mama on his behalf. Because I did the same thing to somebody else's daughter. Mm -hmm. You know, bro, it's us. You got to let it go, bro, so you can really be who you are. Yeah. I do feel like it's something. If that makes sense. It's, It's definitely some anger that's holding me back. And I feel like yeah. that's the problem with a lot of the kids in the city. They have this mm. anger inside of them 
for a parent being absent or something. It like comes that. out as anger, it's sadness. Yeah, yeah. It comes out like anger, and we got to stop seeing it as anger. When you see it as anger, you respond in kind. When you see it as the sadness that it is expressing itself in anger, you can be compassionate and make them sit down like a child because you know how to talk to them because you're talking to the sadness, not the anger. Does, it, does, it, does that make sense? It definitely makes sense. <laughs> 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 like, you with me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You with me, bro, bro? <laughs> it, do, it just got me like yeah. so like, okay. Talk, talk, to people, talk to a person's heart, not their reaction. Mm-hmm. I speak to everybody at their heart level, not at their emotional level. Yeah. Women are very emotional nah, by nah, nature. No, no, no. No, men are emotional and we don't get credit for it. Oh, no. Y'all carry y'all's totally When you different. look at, it, it comes out different, sis. Oh, yeah, do you, it, do You go drive with a man. Man, bro. <laughs> Let somebody say one thing. You telling me that's not an emotional? Men got the most remo- emotional. We be ready to fight. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> in today's society, they don't want a black man to show no emotion. Man, stop all that. That sounds crazy. Let me tell you something, bro. If what you care about is what they want, you got a problem. Mm-hmm. If that's your excuse, you got a problem. Oh, I've been I'm told that before. That's a reason, like so, uh, get they. Who is they? Yeah, uh, they uh, don't. I'm free, man. <laughs> I am free. I got a passport. Yep. I travel the world. I do what I want. I make my own money. Don't nobody own me, bro. Fuck they. Why are we always worried about they? Yeah. All that gets me upset. Oh, but like see, said, it's a man like... <laughs> see, I'm emotional. It's a man that think that way, though. Because they, they, I was told that. Listen, Why listen, would you ever date a man like that or I, talk no, to listen, or entertain listen, a man? Listen, this is their aspect on how they feel about emotions. They uh, feel that as a kid, when you when you raising a, a... Say like you got a boy and a little girl. You'll let the girl cry. But if the boy start crying, you'll tell him, you better stop that crying. Or you're going to get punched right now. Mm. Or they're going to hurt them. Mm. And therefore, that lets the boy know, I can't cry. I can't show these emotions. Mm. So as they're growing up, they feeling as though society is looking at them as like, you're not supposed to show no so emotions. So the day, really, are you saying the day is us? It's me. It's how we teaching each other? That's how parents. I the day yeah. be us. Okay, yeah. so now let's take that, right? They're teaching love. That's how you taught love, right? So love mm-hmm. is this. If my child fall and I pick my child up and say, oh, you hurt yourself? Come here. Let me fix it up. You good. But you know what? When you fall, it's okay. You got to get up and walk. That child, when that child sees another child fall, they going to do what I just taught them. Mm-hmm. Is you okay? You fall? Now, if I was like, let them sit there and cry, woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Then that child's going to express that these programs that we giving each other, you're mm-hmm. right. They got to stop. Mm-hmm. We got to start, but we got to learn what love is to teach love. We got to talk to our children in front of parents that ain't even like that. Talk to them and, you know, talk to the other people, kids like that. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. That, you know, but we, we look to women. Man, it was, think about the, the lady that owned the candy store that, man, when you was in high school, if you ran in the candy store, you were safe if they were chasing you because it was somebody who loved the kids that was like, no, nah, they ain't happening yeah, the in here. The candy store is the safe yeah. spot. This is a safe zone. You know what I'm saying? That was Big Mama. That, that was Big Mama. Neighbor. You know what I'm saying? At the candy store. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't about to do nothing because yeah, she met <laughs> ignorance with love. Yeah. Once you start meeting ignorance with love, it's nothing ignorance can do. Mm-hmm. 
It's a more powerful force when it's when it's genuine. Yeah, when it's genuine. When it's genuine. When it's genuine. Exactly. Would you uh, consider jumping back into politics, seeing how the city is? No, I, I'm making more change. I'm making more change mm-hmm. like this. You yeah. can buy a politician. Politician costs about a couple couple hundred, couple thousand dollars. Look, politicians be going to jail over five thousand dollars. That ain't nothing. No. Sold the whole community out for a couple thousand. You can buy a politician. Why would I be a whore? Right. Now that I know. <laughs> now that I know. But they they can also make change, right? Like you can you can like buy a block with your homies mm-hmm. and be like, yo. What's the agenda for this block? Mm-hmm. Who's the councilman that's going to help carry out the agenda so we can get the other block over there? Politicians can also be when you at the next level of understanding and know how to use the system in order to build your community. Yeah. yeah. You can do it like that, too. Yeah, you, you can help out in a, in a lot of different ways and be somebody that changed in yeah. ways that people don't even understand. Like, it's not all about doing it this way, that way. It's a lot of different yeah. ways to get to the top of the mountain. It's got a lot of routes. Man. Okay, so look, I got a question. Who or what do you love more? Derrick Rose or Michael Jordan? Oh, oh man. See, it's <laughs> Derrick Rose seemed more conscious of community conscious. Definitely D. Rose for me. So I like that. Okay. I like the fact that he come from the hood. I mean, the fact that you can find a picture of Derrick Rose throwing up the forks mean that, oh, I know this this person's from my village. Mm-hmm. Yes. Michael Jordan is great. Yeah. He just ain't from the village I'm from. So I got to go. I got to go with my, my tribesmen. Mm-hmm. I got to go with Rose. Yes, sir. And I got to acknowledge Mike. Okay. And honor that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you so, know what I'm saying? Uncle Remus uh, or Harold's? Um, I got to look and see who treat their chickens the worst. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to go on yeah. YouTube and you got to see, man, do any of these chickens get sunlight? Do any of them get to stand up? You know what yeah. I'm saying? The first chicken to stand, you win. I haven't had chicken <laughs> in two months. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because sometimes they just be throwing sauce on no, something. No, yes. And you I, don't know what you really eat. Lately, I have not even been liking chicken. Yeah. Like, I've been steering away from it. I mean, it ain't like it used to be. No, it's not. Nothing you know? like it used to be. You know what I mean? Stop it's all not. of that. <laughs> Nothing. Man. Okay, Some look. things are better than they used to oh, be. Oh, yeah. Some things are better. Name something that's better than it used to be. Now, let's try this. That's good. Name something else. Other than yourself. <laughs> It's better than it used to be. Um, the barber game. You still talking about yourself. Yes. <laughs> it's all about me. So I put me first. Let, let, oh, that's selfish. <laughs> he, he gonna he gonna learn. He's still learning. When he get when he learn this mic, he gonna learn. Yeah. So something is better than it used to be. Cars. Yep. Cars are way better than they used to be. They are. You know, they came a long way. Eighty-seven. Uh, Caprice, man, that thing ain't dead up, bro. Well, that's on one. That's on one level. But my thing is with the cars now, they won't even run into the Caprice because they drive themselves. They'll warn you about the Caprice being too close. That is more like if the and if we don't really talk about it, is if the Caprice run into you, 
Because niggas who be driving Caprices, bro, ain't the best drivers. Yeah, it's usually somebody. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah, somebody. Hey, they like, boy, these brakes. The biggest, <laughs> the biggest crown Vic. I'm like, boy, you ain't got no ABS. <laughs> you 78 years old. You in the biggest old ass car. Beat, beats and music are better than they used to be. Facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the beats yeah. and music yep. is better than they used it to is. be. The, yo, um, the ability... Communication is better than it used to be. Communication, y'all play it out. What about when y'all play the game? Don't it look better than it used to? Video games are better. They Bro, used to be I'm, like okay. tiny. No, so then I'm saying this to you. I'm saying this. If we really think I'm about it, and and I'm gonna go back with you and you. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, right now we all better than we used to be. Yeah, of course. all of us. Most definitely, I didn't came a like, long way. We get caught up sometimes in the past. Like the past was so this or that. The past is dead. It's dead. I live with no regret. Everything now going forward is better than it used to be. Everything. Definitely. Man, on that note, I think that we should bring it to an end. Wait, wait, wait. I got one more. What? One more. Davucci or Pelly? Ah, she's Jap- <laughs> Yo, you know it's crazy. Hey, you know, Joe. I, the only reason I can't choose that, since uh, I since I've been doing world traveling, mm-hmm. I'm like I need a dashiki from Senegal. I got I got my my little Peruvian alpaca coat that I went and got straight from Peru. I don't even know what the name what the names of these people is because I'm going to the country getting it straight from the people who make it with their hand. Mm. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I I go to Europe and just buy a pair of shoes and be like, man, these fit nice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like really. So my my choice is travel. Travel. That's real level. Travel yeah. experience. You'll, what about you'll you? Get it. What you mean? Vucci or Pelly? I'm gonna have to say Pelly. Pally. Okay. Oh, you so West Side. <laughs> you know, so I tried to, I tried to expand you niggas, man. Like you just go straight West Side. You go straight Twister with it. All right. Hey, look. but Pelly, Pelly was just on a bigger level than Davucci. That's like that's, was. Like, that's like when I was just, when I just said Iceberg or Kooji. Biggie turned Kooji into something way bigger, man. Well, I don't know. Jay turned Iceberg into something real big too. Yo, man. They just sold us a bunch of shit. <laughs> they did. That was a lot yeah, of they money. love selling us shit. That look goofy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we gonna look back and yeah. look at the shit we wearing ten years from now. Yo, man, I look yeah. back. I look back. But you know what though? Some of that stuff you look. If you look at the seventies, some of that stuff was fly. Like if you go look at I some, mean, but you know, look at some of the, so. look at some of the rings and medallions yeah. Al Green yeah, used to wear. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I like, you know what? I, I like vintage stuff. Like real old stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, I used to hang out in nature. In, uh, mm-hmm. in, in them spots, uh, thrift stores and shit. Yeah, I like stuff yeah. like, you come to my house, it look like Cooley, look like Cooley High, look like a bit. Really? Look like a bit of magic. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got all types of stones and stuff. <laughs> All right, thank y'all, man. You're welcome. Man. It was it was a pleasure speaking with you. So we're going to jump into our segment that we do every week. It's uh, what are y'all doing this weekend? Um, what you got going on this weekend, Fess? What's, what's popping this weekend? Um, 
That's in this country, you know. No, no, no. <laughs> right. Uh, Ain't nobody flat. I'm going to New York. <laughs> I know. Yo, I got work. You can, bro. I got to work. I'm coming back again, and I'm t- we talking just about travel. Okay. Oh, I would love that. I would love talk that. just strictly about okay. travel. I'm getting ready to go to New York the day after tomorrow. I got a, a, a lecture I'm doing at uh, what university are we going to be at? <laughs> yeah, Rochester. So yeah, Rochester, New York. We're gonna be there doing a lecture, and then um, I'm finishing my book, and I'm finishing my new music that's coming out in the new year. Yes, Me sir. and Black Dog got together, and we did a couple joints. So oh man, that's yeah. gonna be that is gonna be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Me, Black Dog. I got a joint with Common, and Reverend Jesse Jackson jumped on it. You know what I mean? Called somebody. Oh, that's so gonna, be gonna be dope. dope. Yeah, it's real dope. Definitely dope. Yeah. All right, okay. so. We're going to check out, um, hit them with them uh, social media handles. La, la. At RyanFest, that's it for everything. Everything. At RyanFest. Go ahead. Yeah. Lotta Dots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine's yeah. underscore Lotta Dots on Instagram. Okay. And uh, I got a couple Instagrams, uh, Lord 2.0. Uh, catch me there. Uh, Lord underscore Macintosh underscore BC. And our Chop It Up page. (laughs) Chop It Up underscore 213. Check us out there, too. But, uh, yeah, this is another episode of Chop It Up. We finna wrap it up for y'all. Chop It Up. My boy Ryan Fest, a lot of dots.